Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios, everybody. This is your host, Leonardo. I want to welcome everybody to my podcast. If I have any any new listeners, well then welcome, ladies and gentlemen, ducks, dogs, cats, lions and felines, monkey fucking parakeet, if that's what you want to call yourself. I would truthfully and honestly call you whatever you want me to. If it's not a little overboard, meaning um, if you want me to call you master, I'm not going to call you master. But you can call me master anytime you want to. We're going to start this off with a bang, guys. How about we get off with the news? There's a lot of interesting stuff that happened over the weekend. A lot of interesting stuff, uh, including law enforcement having to deploy, to deploy pepper balls to a crowd over 100 plus in the gym parking lot of the Top Flight Fitness uh, Center. And initially, officers were called to Top Flight Fitness around 11.20 p.m. Mother who was trying to pick up her son reported a large crowd of approximately 100 people drinking and it was getting out of control. When officers arrived, they observed a crowd of several hundred. When officers arrived, they observed a crowd of several hundred. Other calls to 911 reported multiple fights and people refusing to leave. Then additional OPD crews from other precincts that gang unit, canine unit, and Douglas County Sheriff's Office responded to the disturbance. Police reported pepper balls were deployed after word spread a security officer may have been injured. Shortly after that, units began calling, call, getting calls to respond to the Bucky's gas station across the street because the crowd started gathering there. The report from OPD said people were damaging property inside. The owner of Top Flight Fitness was at the scene and told officers he made several requests for the crowd to leave before law enforcement arrived. The owner told officers he rented his gym out for a party but then requested officers apologize about but then requested officers to help him remove the crowd well um yeah i mean i can see that ania swindle and kira hobson were both 21 were arrested well if you're gonna have a party with more over than 100 people i sure hope that you're kind of waiting for things to get escalated because especially if you're having a party like that then things will, you know, it, it, it kind of it kind of gets a little overboard. But I hope to God everyone um, that was involved with that party understands when a party is a party, let's leave it at a party. And But nowadays that's just not too frank because I've realized that when parties happening now, it's more of a reason for people to gather up and break shit and destroy shit. And um, I've said this once and I'm going to say it multiple times. If you were going to come to the state of Nebraska, God forbid you come to the city of Omaha and try that shit. Well, don't think because our mayor is a Democrat, don't think she plays that shit neither. And if you and if she does, then I know a few groups that here in Omaha that don't. One being our police department, the other being our lawyers and judges that are within here in the state of Nebraska. They all don't play that bullshit. We all believe in the value of work, staying strong, and believing in the state that you're living in. I mean, if you don't want to believe in the state you're living in, how about you just have some belief in the land that you are living on? I know. That's crazy to think about. Having a little, you know, faith and hope in the land that you're living on. Whether or not you want to call it America, home of the racists and home of the slaves. No matter what you want to call it, this is the land that you are raising your children on. This is the land that you are fighting on. And you indubitably be fighting on here soon if we don't wake the fuck up and realize that corporations have taken over our government while completely completely and over overtly by espionage and they are taking control faster than Pamela Anderson getting ran through on a porn industry shoot but anyway is China getting ready for World War three or maybe a nuclear war against America well if uh, anyone remembers in June 2021 
Chinese construction of large numbers of ICBM solos for its new large DF-41 ICBM, stating, researchers in the United States have identified the construction of 119, holy shit, I really wanted to make sure I got that uh, um, number correct, China is not fucking around, and won't, won't neither are we, and yeah, not even going to go there. 119 new intercontinental ballistic missile silos in a desert in northwestern China. The analysis was conducted by Mr. Jeffrey Lewis of James Martin Center for Non-Profitational Studies at the Middlebury Institute of International Studies. According to Mr. Lewis, if the silos under construction at other sites across China are added to the count, the total comes to 145 silos under construction. The U.S. Department of State, State voiced concern about China's actions. Well, I mean, yeah, well, we, we should kind of, I think everyone should be concerned um, about China building up for a war like it's nobody's concern, and it's not just China. Russia is doing it, too, and I also want to be frank with that. You know, they always try to present this as, oh, my God, you know, China, China, China. Well, Russia is gearing up for World War Three for a while now, so, and we don't really, really put that into... Um, we don't really, really put much more exclamation marks on that, you know. Russia gearing up for war and ready for war and actually being able to fight a sustainable war, a sustainable war is more likely than China. No, I'm not kidding you. That's the actual truth. And you know why? Um, just looking at the globe of Russia. Just looking at the globe with China on it. My, uh, um, my, my, my or what I believe is that it would benefit... Russia more to start the fight than it would China. Because China still has a shitload of money involved in America. Russia has been getting, uh, pushing America's money out for a while. And when I see America's money, what I'm really talking about is the Federal Reserve's money. They've been trying to go to a silverback for a while, inadvertently, and for a very long time. Now they're getting really, really serious about it. And if anyone knows anything about the Federal Reserve, I want anyone to, I want everyone to understand the Federal Reserve is a private institution that gives money that loans money to countries as a bank would loan a citizen money for their business. Well, that's what that's what um, the Federal Reserve is. The only difference being uh, like, a, let's say if you went to a first national bank, you went to USA Bank, you wanted to open up an account. Those banks are. They have to answer. They're pivotal to Nebraska. They will have to answer to the state of Nebraska in some kind of way. Now, the Federal Reserve, they have to answer to no one. They have their own army. They have their own countries. They have everything they need to win a sustainable war, even fighting against America. That is the reality that we are living in. And if anyone doesn't believe me, I'd highly advise you to research into the Federal Reserve and how it's become such a big part and how many people they have killed because they have killed staggering amounts of people JFK, they blew his head off as an example to the world the new world order is here no. global conflict between the great powers of war is already in full swing according to a senior Russian dim diplomat and it's happening in cy cyberspace that's right ladies and gentlemen the new war, the, the this is what modern warfare that we are under. Make no mistake about it. What we are under is modern warfare. Modern warfare looks like this. 
information control. A new form of a nuclear bomb going off, only it's done by genetics. A new form of economic depression has been introduced to us. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to continue to allow them to say that this is a new agenda, that this is something that the world has never seen before? Or are we going to look back into history and realize that they have been pushing this Third Reich agenda ever since they lost in World War II? And even before that, you see the reason, the reason why... Um, a lot of scholars and a lot of uh, even scientists get so enthralled about um, the Nazis and World War II and the events that uh, the events that were um, coming to fruition during the war and even after the war is because they knew it was all they knew that it all happened in history. They have never ever once seen it in the modern daylight. So when it happened, when things like those, when things like genetic alteration, when things like um, the manipulation of propaganda for the masses. When all these things are starting being are starting to be introduced, they are starting to be introduced in a new, in the new modern day. So it did not look to us regular. It didn't look to us regular people. I'll say that this is something that has never been seen before. Which in fact it has been. Nothing that they are doing nowadays is new in any kind of way. But I digress. The war in cyberspace is underway and unfolding very intensively. The Russian Foreign Ministry's International Information Security Director, Alexander Kristokhtov, told a political scientist conference on Thursday, the media rightly says that this is a third world war, and what matters now is to calculate the damage and determine who will lose it in the end, and what shape the world will eventually acquire as a result of this war. Russian cyber, attackers, Russian cyber attackers have enjoyed some high-profile success against U.S. targets in recent years. According to U.S. intelligence officials, including the 2020 solar winds breach, which left thousands of entities vulnerable to Russian cyber spies for months, President Joe Biden threatened to retaliate against Russia's energy sector if so-called ransomware attacks against American critical infrastructure continue. But Kuchustakna's comments for... for ground cyber conflict as a regular feature of geopolitical tensions. No matter how hard we try to say that all this is disguised and that is that this isn't the war or this is a war, in actual fact, military activities in cyberspace are in full swing, said Kristofovic, a special advisor to Russian President Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Because that's what Putin does. He put in. I'm sorry, I'm kind of retarded. Um, you know, and uh, you know, guys, and, and you know, they're absolutely right. You know, this this war, this information war, has been going on for a very, very long time. There is no doubting that. There is no doubting that one little bit. The and and that's what it really is. You know, nowadays, it's the powers that be have realized that no matter what they do, no matter who they kill, no matter what they blow up, it just doesn't matter. People don't get it. People are very forgetful, you know, and we are. We are very, very forgetful. And if you don't believe that we are very forgetful, just ask, uh, just ask your ex-boyfriend or your ex-girlfriend. You are very forgetful. But um, you know, 
let's just uh, keep on moving forward. Oklahoma low miles drivers pay less in December. Oklahoma's top insurance providers are fighting a massive turf war and good drivers are cashing in. Drivers who are currently insured drive less than 50 miles a day and have no tickets in three years can grab deep discounts on car insurance. Even better, if you're a safe driver, some car insurance companies will stack an even greater discount. It makes sense. Safe drivers deserve, deserve to pay less in car insurance. The discounts are out there, but only if you look for them. When drivers visit bindright.com, many are shocked to earn to learn that they can save up to 50% on their car insurance premiums just by being a good driver. This is especially true if you've been with your same insurance provider for the last several years. Well, here's what they're not telling you. That in order to be a good driver, you have to drive less than 50 miles every day. Here's what they're, here's another thing that they're not telling you. Within those, within those 50 miles, you cannot make any sharp turns. And they judge a sharp turn by going over... If you're going over five miles per hour making a turn, you're doing a sharp turn. So this is the game that they're trying to play with these insurance companies. I'm, I'm on to them guys too. Um, they will tell you and they will try to sell you that if you're a good driver like they just stated, then you can cash in on some low discounts. It's kind of like, you guys remember, you guys, if any, if any of my 90s kids are in here, you guys remember the commercials back in the day, like the, 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 um, the toy commercials that we used to have back in the 90s that were so legit, they were so awesome, like, we had the best, we had the best commercials for toys back in our day, that you kids in 2020, 2020s would have no idea, our commercials for toys were lit. But um, if any if any of my '90s babies do remember, you guys remember how they'd always play those uh, commercials? They'd always have these badass toys, you know. The new Hulk, he can smash, grab, do anything you want to. What's that? You want to piss off your parent? Just activate the voice speech, you know, like stuff like that. You know what I mean? But then after the commercial, they'd always have like the littlest, littlest, and they still do it nowadays. It's mainly on um. They mainly do it with uh, prescriptions and stuff like that because, you know, you know, they don't want to tell you. They always want to make sure the new prescription looks so awesome, and then they leave it in fine print, and they always say it really, really fast at the end, you know? You know, they'll be like, you know, Obsidian, it will help you remember everything. It will help you grow. You'll be the best you can ever be. You remember everything. You would do everything right you know they always and then at the end of the commercial and be like keep in mind that city on will give you heartache heart attack um bleed from your vagina bleed from your asshole and you might die here in two days oh keep in mind that it will give you hiv if you keep on taking it but, oh if you won't give me hiv it'll give you std blah, blah, blah. you know they, like they always do that and it's always at the end and it's always in fine print well that's what some of these insurance companies are doing you know they'll, they'll tell you you know what i mean if you drive less than 50 miles a day and you're a safe driver well you only have to pay 10, 15 bucks, 25 bucks for your insurance every month. But they never, they always forget to tell you what, 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 what we, what we consider a safe driver is you can't drive more than 50 miles every day. Well, if you're a parent, that's not going to happen. If you're, if you're even a, a student nowadays, that's not going to happen. You got to drive to your uh, school. And then let's say if you're living in dormants, all right, cool. You're living in dormants. You still got to go drive something to eat. It's not like you're going to eat dormant food or uh, school food every single day of your life and if you do then I think you need to grow up man you know it's called cooking I know that's gonna sound crazy but I'm going to show you how to make water <laughs> you know 
Like, uh, but they, they never, uh, they always forget to tell you that what we consider makes us, uh, what we consider good drivers, making your turns below five miles per hour, not driving over 50 miles every day. Not, um, oh, oh, and by the way, if you brake for more, if you, if you hug on your brake for more than 10 seconds or more than even five seconds, you're a bad driver. These are the kind of things that they put in the fine print. You know, but they always advertise it like it's something, you know what I mean? It's, it's something, uh, you know, awesome and great. But anyways, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, um, a, a sales, a sales pitch. Don't get me wrong, guys. I'm not knocking these insurance companies all the way, but I do want to make uh, my American people more aware of some of these, uh, you know, some of these things that, you know, some of these, you know, the, the things that they are not telling me. Israeli bars travel to U.S. or Canada as American surges. Israeli on Monday added the United States and Canada to its red list, barring its citizens from traveling to those countries without a special exemption. As Prime Minister Nafrita Benitez's government's attempts to slow the spread of American virus, Israeli's red list, which now includes 58 countries, has rapidly extended since late November when the government closed the borders to foreigners soon after American was identified. Israeli has not yet experienced the kind of crippling new virus waves seen in the United States or Britain, and having started to give citizens a third vaccine dose before almost any other country, its population is more protected from Americron than most. Wow. Well, of course it is, because giving you the shot is not about keeping you safe. These vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen, have nothing to do with keeping you safe. See, right now, all throughout the world, they're doing genetically modified tests on children. You see, even 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 um, uh, Pfizer, even the CEO of Pfizer, has to admit that they're doing steady. They're doing studies on the young with this with the new vaccination. Even even he has to, you know, even he has to admit that these Pfizer or these vaccination shots, we don't have any real grounding. We don't we don't really know what it does. That's the first thing. That's that's what always amazes because that's the first thing they always. That's the first thing they have to admit. They have to, and they and they and, and they and they're never going to present it as. Guys, we've never done this study. Uh, uh, if people start getting heart, more, uh, more heart diseases, more diseases within you know, the next year or so, they're never going to straight out of the day and be like, I don't know, problem with vaccination. And there's no way for us uh, ever to tell. Because these vaccinations, these new vaccinations, they, they, don't, they don't work like the, uh, the flu shot. Not, that's not how these vaccinations are supposed to work. They're not made to kill the virus. They are made, they are made to alter its genetics. The genetical makeup of the virus. That's what these vaccinations are, are, are doing. It's not the cure, ladies and gentlemen. It is the push 
to make these viruses more deadly. That is what is happening. If, if anyone hasn't realized, that is what's happening. Each time, like remember, well, you guys remember when the SARS virus came out? Like, you know, the first the first COVID, you know, SARS. That was the first um, uh, line of, of COVID and they're like, we need to be scared of it. Everyone's going to die, blah, blah, blah. Even I was, even I was, uh, getting paranoid i was like yeah dude this is it man like they they released they released a biological weapon this is it this is it but then i started i then i started to see fauci and i started to see all these guys get on the screen and instead of warning the people instead of telling the people the truth all they the first thing they went to is how deadly this is and how it's going to kill everyone and blah blah they they immediately went to fear mongering and as soon as i see that as soon as i see that as soon as i see our politicians and our scientists go to fear mongering instead of sticking to the facts sticking to the research that they have at hand they always go to fear mongering as soon as i saw that that's when i started to become a non-believer and then after that you know what i mean there's more stuff that comes out you know fight uh you know the ceo of pfizer getting arrested by the fbi for child pornography you know but I'm, I'm going to stay on subject. Health, heart risk, rare after Pfizer COVID vaccination. Cases of myocarditis were usually mild, and they occurred mostly in young males three to five days after the second dose. But now, after the first and second dose, young males, according to a new large study from researchers in Israeli, have been diagnosed with unusually unusual unusual and mild sometimes sometimes out of the ordinary and young male patients after their first or second covid shot the condition called mitocarditis an inflammation of the heart muscle has been reported in a very small number of people who received either the Pfizer BioNTech or the Moderna mRNA vaccines symptoms can include chest pain Hypertensions and shortness of breath. Most patients who get who get it, most patients who get care recover quickly. And if they don't recover quickly, the new studies that are being published shows they have more they have more an acceptable rate to heart heart risk, a more acceptable rate to lung disease, and uh, oh myocarditis. Sorry. More than 2.5 million people ages 16 years and older who have got at least one dose of the Pfizer vaccine, all but three of them occurred in males. Ages were born, ages were from 21 to 35, with a Medina of 27. The researchers looked back at healthcare records from December to May at Claytel Health Services, the largest healthcare organization in Israeli. Patients were followed up to 42 days after the first vaccine doses. So they're, they're, they're tracking how much death they can cause, uh, you know, how much death they're, um, they're causing, you know, but you got to check that, you know what I'm saying, you got to, you got to make sure, you know what I mean, um, you got to make sure that we know how many people we're killing, because they say here in eight years, they want at least 80% of its, of the American people or the people in the world to die. No, um, I'm not kidding about that. That is all part of Agenda 21, and that is all coming to a hood near you. Colossal fossil structures have been detected lurking on the outskirts of our galaxy. A new set of such enormous, 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 Jesus, 
very sorry, I apologize to my listeners. A new set of such enormous structures has now been unveiled at the outer regions of the Milky Way disk. Massive spinning flaminants with unclear provenance. Astronomers will be conducting follow-up surveys to try and solve the mystery. The discovery came out of thanks to the European Space Agency's Gia Space Observatory, a project to map the Milky Way in three dimensions with the highest precision yet. Gaia orbits the Sun with Earth in a looping orbit around the Sun, Earth's L2 Lagrangia point, a gravitational stable pocket of space created by the interactions between the two bodies. From there, it carefully studies stars in the Milky Way over an extended period, watching to see how the positions of stars seem to change against more distant stars. This provides a parallax, which can be used to calculate the distance to the stars, which this can be done from here on Earth. Atmospheric effects can interfere with the measurements. From its position in space, Gaia has an advantage which has been used to greater effect to great to great effect, apologize. Since its 2013 deployment, the space telescope's data have revealed a number of structures and stellar associations we had no idea about. The new structures were identified by a team led by astronomer Calvin Lepatori of the University of Barcelona in Spain, and data from the latest release and made in December of last year. With improved parallax precisions, the same data also showed previously known structures with much higher clarity than we'd seen before. We report the discovery of multiple previously undetected new flaminates embedded in the outer disk in highly extincted regions. Well, that is crazy as shit. You know, I'm going to post this picture um, to uh, uh, my Facebook page. It looks like a huge fucking battleship. I'm not even going to lie. It literally does look like a huge battleship. Like, it looks like E.T.'s battleship is, like, just outside of our Milky Way and is waiting for us to fuck up. No, I'm not kidding about it. I'm going to post it to it. Post it to it. Because it literally, really does. It's, it's crazy as hell. We are living in such a invigorous time right now. We are. I don't know if anyone's if anyone's really really sat down and and thought about. You know, I hear a lot of. I have a lot of discussions with some friends about the um, the times and the points and uh, history that they would uh, wish to be uh, uh, lived in. Like if you could, uh, if you had a uh, a time machine and you can go back and live in the Babylonian days, or if you can go back and live in ancient Egypt, you know, would you? You know what I mean? And I, I, I for one, have had this discussion. Plenty of times. I'm, ho- I'm hoping other people have too, you know. Uh, but I've had a discussion. I just had a discussion with uh, one of a friend, and we're uh, having that same uh, uh, discussion. <laughs> and uh, I-, I always say, you know, I'd, I'd love to go back to. Se- uh, I'd love to live back in the, you know, 1776, back in the when America was first getting formed. Um, and uh, you know, I, I start to think. I start. I always. I started to think about it. And I, I start to think about it even now. And I realize how many, how much historical events have been going on within 2020 and within two, within the 2000s. And honestly, guys, we are living in 1776. I mean, don't you feel that? I, I don't know about you. I'm being dead honest. Don't you guys feel that? Don't you guys feel that? We are living in a time that has once shaped our country. That's inadvertently shaped the foundations to the world. 
1776 happened, you know, it, it wasn't just, you know, that's that's why 1776, that's why America beats Britain, uh, uh, the United Kingdom's ass a long time ago was such a huge thing. It wasn't just about a bunch of farmers that were beating a huge empire. That's not what it's about. What we did in 1776 showed the world that, guess what? Hey, single mom that is uh, at the Bartholomew house, guess what? You can change the world. I don't mean that as a euphemism. No, you can literally shape the world and shape it into your perception. You have the power to change the world. And that's what we did a long time ago. We changed the world's perception of what can a farmer do? What can a mother do? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, that farmer, that farmer can go up to each one of his neighbors. That that mom, that mom can go track down a bunch of other moms. And if anybody, if anybody, if any one of my listeners knows something about women, the one thing you do not do is piss off a group full of mothers that are trying to protect their children. You don't do that shit. I don't care what kind of army you got, man. I, 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 this is just, this is my opinion. I'm sure other people have their opinions. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So I got an asshole too. Let me state it. What I believe, this is, honestly, I really believe. If you want to change the world, piss off a bunch of, of pregnant or are pregnant women or piss off a bunch of women that are trying to protect their children. I don't give a shit on how big of an army you got. I don't care on how big on how, how big your bank account is. That all that shit is falling out the window when you have a bunch of pissed off women that are trying to protect their children. So shout out. Shout out. Guys, that's why 1776 is such a huge thing, even today. Because if you read our American history, if you read 1776, you come to find out that it wasn't a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, rich and great men that changed the world. No. It was fighters. Like Thomas Paine. It was, it was, it was fighters. Like, like, uh, like, uh, uh, Gerald, Gerald, uh, oh man, I don't want to butcher his last name. His first name was Gerald. He was, uh, he was uh, George Washington's basically, he was George Washington's slave, but he was more than that. George Washington never referred to him as a slave, but his picture is famous. You see, everybody knows the picture of George Washington and the rest of the crew, on the boat swimming to the shore in America. I'm sure if you haven't seen that picture, then I'm going to explain it to you. There's a picture, and it has George Washington standing at the front of the boat, and there's uh, other men behind him, and they're all paddling, and George Washington is pointing to the land. Well, the full picture of that shows a black man, and this black man was helping George and was almost looking to George for, um, you know, like the way a friend looks at a friend, you know, I got you, bro. You know, it's over there. I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you. 
I'm, I'm right there for you. I don't give a fuck what they say about me. I'm coming there with you. These are the men that changed the world. I'm not saying George Washington didn't have a, an outstanding and, and a, such a great impact on our American culture and our America, our, our, the way we shape our American um, presidencies. You know, that's, that's one of the first things that George Washington did. He ensured, he ensured the president could, uh, could not become a king. So he limited the president's terms to eight years altogether. Or actually, it was supposed to be only two years. I don't know if people know that. The, the uh, original, being a president, you're only supposed to be a president for two years. And then you had to give up the seat. You had to get up the seat because back in the day, we were very, very scared about... Not just about, see, back in the day, a lot of people would tell you we, 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 we made that, we did that. George Washington did that because he didn't want uh, America to have a king and queen. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with that. He did not want America's perception to go back to we need a king or a queen. Because even, even, even our founding fathers, even our founding fathers knew that you know, there's going to be someone at the top, so to speak, like a president. There is going to be someone that, you know what I mean, has the final say in essence, in a certain matter of, in a certain matter of foundation. But what our founding fathers knew that if the people, if the people keep their perception on, no, we don't want a king and queen. Whether or not and how influential that president is has nothing to do with it because the power always will always be within the people's hands. Because the people's hands have the perception of, no, we do not want a king and queen. No, we do not want a monarch. No, we do not want a, a big government that can tell us whatever the hell it wants to tell us. And if we don't agree with it, suddenly we're terrorists. See, it wasn't, and you know, I'm sure you're gonna, I'm sure you're gonna have this argument, and that's why uh, George Washington did that. It has nothing to do with that. It was the perception of the people's minds that they did not want to shift back into the monarchy stage. So, sure, saying George Washington saying, "I don't want to be president for more than two years, more than four years, because I don't want America to have a, a king." Sure, it's a lot simpler than breaking down to the to the, the the general population of America that was at that time. I could be, I could guys, I could be, pre, I could be president for thirty years straight. But if your perception, if your mind start to think that that's what I am as a president, that's what I am. Something, someone to 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 tell you what's going on on an everyday basis. Someone to make your life decisions because you're too much of a pussy to make them for yourself. Our founding fathers knew that it's about perception. It's about the our our people of America choosing and keeping that perception of no, we do not want a president. For over two years, because we do not want a king. Um, I hope that makes sense to you. I kind of went off on a tangent. I do apologize for that. And uh, you know, speaking of uh, uh, people getting offed, 
One farmer's seaweed discovery could help show meth, uh, slow methane emissions and change the world. Let's wait for this guy to get completely killed and or disappeared. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I am actually following this guy because I'm very worried about them offing him. As the effects of climate change accelerate, the UN says the strongest lever, lever we have to reduce global warming is to curb the emissions of the greenhouse gas, methane. But emissions continue to accelerate. Well, I wonder why. Could it be that the entire GOP, uh, the entire, the entire GOP climate change? conglomerate like the entire group the entire climate change group flew around on huge jetliners to then go around and talk about how we need to slow climate change 75,000 tons come off of a jet okay that's a jet that is a fighter jet 75,000 tons of gas emission methane emission whatever you want to call it comes from a fighter jet these guys were flying around the entire world day after day after day talking about climate change in a huge fucking big fucking plane that was putting off hundreds of thousands of emission hundreds of thousands of greenhouse gas but these guys are still the ones that are talking about how we need to slow climate change. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. And that's how, and that is why I continue, and I will continue to say, climate change is utter bullshit. It is used to enslave the masses, to keep them colonized within small groups of small groups. It is used to keep you colonized into apartments. They do not want you to have your first home. They do not want you to feel free. They want you in a small apartment. They want you, they want groups of people. They want large communities that are forced and segregated into communities into small apartments to which they can manage and control and have Gestapo police in which they are already setting up during Obama's reign of terror he already set them all up he already set them all up if you guys don't remember you remember those do you remember those kid groups that Obama was setting up saying that these are the groups that are going to change the world yeah those weren't fucking groups that were going to change the world kid no he was training these children to kick your fucking door down when they put everyone into these small commu communities of of apartments so they can have groups like Antifa, Black Lives Matter, that suddenly just are, are, are endowed under the law. Now they can come to your house, kick down your fucking door, force vaccinate your kid, take away your guns. That's what this is all about. Very sorry. Very, very sorry I have to tell you the truth. But this is the reality, and this is the honest-to-God truth of what they are trying to do. Why do you think they are trying to build more apartments nowadays rather than more houses? If you haven't realized that, as the effects of climate change accelerate, the UN says the strongest lever we have to reduce global warming is to curb the emissions of the greenhouse gas, methane. But emissions continue to accelerate. There may, however, be a game-changing method to slow methane emissions. On Prince, on Prince Edward Island in Canada, farmer Joe Dorgan's unlikely discovery has the potential to change the world. 
Dorgan, who founded the North Atlantic's Organs, which produces and distributes organic seaweed, stumbles upon what is nothing sort of a climate miracle. The seeds of which were planted through five generations of family farming along the shores of Prince Edward Island. Back then, farmers harvested seaweed for feed and fertilizer. So while... So I... Beachgoers may consider seaweed nuisances. Dorgan knew from experience it was teeming with potential. CBS News meteorologist and climate specialist Jeff Baradarlier reported by reported for CBS Saturday morning. He sent samples of it to Dalhousie University in Nova Scotia to test for organic certification. Though that it was discovered that the high uptake of natural vitamins and minerals in seaweed drove up reproduce reproduction and milk production in cows. Dogan knew instinctively that seaweed would be healthy for cows, but research revealed an unintended consequence seaweed made cows less gassy. Globally, a methane is responsible for 30% of global warming of that. Livestock, such as cattle, account for about one-third of methane emissions. They found out that feeding seaweed to cattle would re- reduce greenhouse gases by as high as 40%, Dogan said. Here's what they are not saying to you. Here's what they are not telling you, the double side of the sword. When cows fart, when we fart, I know it's funny. When we fart, um, I know it's uh, scary. We're putting off a mission. We're killing the world. Oh, my God. People have to die. You know, um, keep in mind. And uh, before I even go into this, I, I, wanna, I want you guys, everyone to keep in mind. These type of people that are pushing this... Um, this, uh, you know, we have to stop eating less meat because it's affecting the world. People, less people have to be on this world because we are killing it. These same people that are pushing this shit, they don't believe any of it. These same people that are pushing this shit are one of the most wasteful, disgustful people in this world. They have no shits given about way, the way their bodies look. They don't care about anything other than themselves. So it's easy for them to talk about this kind of shit. It's easy for them to say, oh, 30% of uh, global warming is methane. Total bullshit. Livestock and cattle account for one-third of all methane emissions. So stop eating meat. See, they're trying to produce this idea that you're bad for eating meat. But they never fully, fully tell you that Oh, well, giving seaweed to cattle, it actually, oh, well, this is going to reduce the greenhouse gas. This is going to reduce them farting. They totally forget to tell you that actually when cows fart, it's just like us. When we fart, that's a healthy, healthy thing to do. When you fart, that is one of the most healthiest, one of the most healthiest thing you can do for your body. You are literally, literally, literally getting rid of, of, hazardous waste like nuclear waste in a power plant you we are getting rid of all that and we're giving it to the world i don't know how else to say that we're giving it to the world which in turn is actually helping it's helping us farting is helping same thing with cows if uh, if a cow is farting less, that doesn't mean that we're, that that doesn't mean that we're gonna have healthier meat. No, if anything, it means the exact opposite. This cow isn't farting. It's not getting rid of all that bio bio luminous. It's not getting rid of all that nasty nasty gases within itself. It's it's now keeping it in there, and we're killing it with all those gases in there, and we're eating it. 
So whenever they try to uh, sell you this idea of, you know, gas and methane gas and all this other bullshit, look them dead in the eye and say, okay, well, what are you doing? What are you doing to stop it? Are you still, let me guess, you still wake up every fucking morning and drink your coffee. Let me guess, you have no consideration of doing a push-up. Let me guess. If a woman was getting raped next to you, rather than stop the man and get involved with the fucking process of her getting raped, you would rather stand by and call the cops and say, Oh my God, I'm going to make sure I have this on video, on video, so I can help you after it's done. These are the same pussies that are pushing this shit. The same pussies that are pushing this kind of stuff, those are the same type of people that you're going to look to for help. And guess what? When you're getting raped... When you're getting shot at because there's no cops around, guess what? These same people that are pushing this shit, they're not going to be nowhere near around because they're big flaming fucking pussies. And even they don't believe in the shit that they're pushing. Very sorry. Kind of go off on a tangent every now, now and then. Boeing drops vaccine mandate for U.S. workers joining Amtrak and other major federal contractors. Boeing, I hope you completely go out of business. I swear to God, you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes. I'm not going to say Nazis because I don't think you guys are Nazis. I think you guys are just completely assholes. Just, I'm going to give... Every single employee that works for Boeing, piece of information. This piece of information I got for every piece of the Boeing employment workers, every piece of your federal workers. This is a live, live piece of, of, of news I do not want you to forget. I want you to sue the fuck out of Boeing and any institution of our federal government that is making you and forcing you to get the vaccination. I want you to sue them. It's only a couple thousand dollars. I know that's a lot, believe me, but I want you to gather that $2,000 up and sue the flying fuck out of these companies because they are doing this completely illegal. Completely and utterly illegal. There's a reason why we held Nuremberg trials. You fucks. All right, Boeing. There is a reason why we held the Nuremberg trials. We can sue the flying fucking shit out of you under the Nuremberg trials for you doing this. Pfizer, Moderna, they have no steadies. You guys have no fucking steadies. You guys have no... You have Nathan that can prove that these vaccinations are either helping people or killing people. You have no, no, none, none, none. You have no information that you can give me. You can give me, keep in mind, they can give you their opinion on these studies, which is what they do. They tell you, well, we think that the vaccination, the new uh, Pfizer vaccination will give you 50% health immunity from the virus. But this is also our opinion. They never said it for a fact. But you know what is fact? It is completely illegal for any company, for any government to force you, to force you into taking any medical treatment that you do not want. It is held under direct law for the under the Nuremberg trials. 
I want the American people to start suing the shit out of these companies that are pushing this Nazi agenda. You have, you motherfuckers have no right, no right, no right, even if it's a private company. See, this is the thing. Even if it's your private company, you need to understand you have no right to tell someone, to force someone that is working for you to tell you that, uh, well, you have to get this vaccination or I'm going to fire you. No, I'm going to sue the shit out of you and bring your corporation, your entire job down to its knees for you being such a fucking Nazi. I'm sorry. Kind of went off on a tangent again. But that is that that pisses me off. That pisses me off on how we can it's and, and this is another thing. They say it like it's so normal. They say, oh well Boeing is just gonna tell us uh, you know, tell us tell all of its employees either you get the vaccination or you're not gonna have a job. What? Well what does that have to do? Oh well because it's killing people. Okay, well show me that Show me the information. Give me the information to prove to myself that is this actual fact that if I'm not vaccinated, I am killing people. Give me the real information. I don't and, and don't give me some of uh, Pfizer's same studies that they are using from the same company that is pushing the vaccination. Obviously, if they're the ones, guys, this would be like. You remember when we, we does any, does everyone remember when we started bringing the mafia down? When the FBI brung down the mafia, you know, like we had a, the FBI and uh, I think it was like a forty-eight. I think it was almost like a, a total of forty-eight states all came together and uh, decided uh, that we need to put uh, we need to get a new law in. We're going to call it the RICO statute. We need to put a new law in to bring the uh, bring the mafia down. Guys, just imagine if instead of the if instead of it being the forty eight states or of it being like you know what I mean, <laughs> a bunch of judges. Imagine if it was a bunch of wise guys that all started investigating themselves, because that's what's going on right now. Pfizer and Moderna and all these companies, Boeing, all these companies, they're all like the mafia. And instead of uh, like the actual police and the actual FBI investigating them, they're all forming their own investigations and investigating themselves. That makes no fucking sense. How is that? How is that? How is that legal? Why are we allowing that? And before anyone says, "Well, Ben, there's a lot of different other red tape that they're going through." No, don't give me that, guys. There is no red tape that they're going through. There is no red tape that these these companies are going through. They are creating investigations and then investigating it and then investigating themselves. They're paying police to investigate them after paying the police. It's it's not this is ridiculous. And then speaking of ridiculous, Pentagon orders company to stop making faith-based dog tags. I shit you not. This is uh, uh this is altogether real. Let's listen in, guys. Faith-based served a cease and desist order for printing tags like the ones you see on your screen right now because the Department of Defense claims it violates department policies. The company's owner, Kenny Vaughn, joins us now alongside Mike Berry from the first Yeah, you heard it there, right? The Pentagon urged this dog-making uh, company to stop making faith-based dog tags. 
I wonder. I, you know what? Uh, this is this is. Uh, I, I want to ask a direct a direct question. To Kenny. To Kenny, the owner of this uh, dog taste company. I want to ask you a question, man. Could you start uh, producing LGBT, like gay gay dog tags, and then have some kind of military dog tag thing on there? Could you guys start doing that for me? Because I want to see the reaction. I want to see the reaction of the Pentagon. Are they going to tell you to, you better stop putting a man fucking another man on that dog tag and then put a marine corpse right above it. You better stop that, all right? I want to say if they actually say something to you. I guarantee you I got a hundred buck bet if anyone wants it. If anyone wants to take this hundred buck bet, I am betting a hundred bucks that they will not say a dicking word to them. They won't say a fucking word to this guy. But, you know, that's how it rolls. That's how the cookie crumbles. That is how the cookie is come crumbling is the cure for America's next war in its pair uh, in, a, in a military cultural ship now I don't know if you guys know what's going on with our military right now then I am going to let you guys know a little bit our military is being dissected the way the Gestapo dissected the early German military before the Third Reich came to be the first thing the Third Reich did the first thing the SS did um, uh, with their militaries dissected. The first thing they did is go throughout the entire ranks and see which member would go along with their agenda, which members wouldn't. And I shit you not, all dated, all fact within history. The Purge of Lepertura. Look it up. First thing that the German military did. That is what we are doing now. So, we will, there will be a, a very, uh, there will be, I think, uh, personally guys, I think we all need to start getting uh, getting ready for them starting to blow up buildings. I can see them starting to blow up buildings and call and say it's the Christians, uh, big shootouts, and they're going to start saying it's the, the unvaccinated. They're going to start producing, they're going to start, this shit is going to start happening guys. They're going to start blowing up buildings, they're going to start fucking getting these uh, uh getting these provocateurs these agent agent provocateurs from the cia they're going to start bringing in their uh hidden armies from at operation gladio they're going to start bringing in their um standby armies from the federal reserve and they're going to start placing them on our streets and keep in mind guys these guys are going to have regular civilian clothes on and when it gets too rough and when our National Guard says, well, we can't do this anymore, we need the actual military, it's not going to be our military. They're going to start putting the, the Federal Reserve troops on the ground. They're going to start putting the, the, the troops that they, were, that they were building up during Obama's presidency, all the kids that they were training to teach their, their training to, you know what I mean, America's inherently racist, the Christian gun owners, the unvaccinated, those are your enemy. They're all adults now, guys. They're all 18, 19, 21, 22 years old. They're ready for the war. Guys, this brings me to my end of my broadcast. I have so much more to get to, but this is Subliminal Message Studios. Leonardo Jacobs is here for you guys. I hope everyone stays safe. Keep it running, guys. Keep it running.